0: Hello and welcome back to Dr. Quacker. So today we're going to be viewing the movie Raya and the Last Dragon. My wife and I tried to watch uh, this movie in theaters, but the movie theater closed down where we live uh, when it was released. So we had to wait until it came out on DVD because I was not paying $30 on Disney Plus to watch a movie I can buy on DVD for $15, $20. So I will say this movie kind of feels like Disney's Avatar The Last Airbender. The movie mixes animals, just like an Avatar, you know, like how there's like the turtle duck and all that stuff, so they, they do a lot of that in this movie as well, and the similar layout of the lands, like the way the lands look, like uh, the <clears throat> the Fire Nation, the Water Nation, uh, the Earth Nation, all the all, air, the Airbenders, all that stuff, the Air Nomad stuff, uh, the five lands in this movie, which is one more than the last Avatar, have a very similar layout and an aesthetic of the of all the places so that's the huge similarity and also of course it's they're also Asian just like in this one Um, although just because you use Asians obviously doesn't mean it's the same thing but due to the aesthetic and the way they use the music and the creatures and animals in this film it has a really similar look to it Uh, not to say that it doesn't feel like it's own story it does but the yeah just, just the aesthetic that's what really sticks at home Raya is a mixed character for me I do like her as a character, but the beginning of the movie was a low point for me. So in the beginning, they show her as like, it never really specifies her age. I'm assuming she's like a younger teenager, like 13, 14, but just the way she talks initially in the beginning and the way she interacts with, uh, Namaria or Namari, how you pronounce it? Um, with, from the Talon nation. It's just, uh, I don't know, it just kind of felt like stiff and really forced because they're like, what are two female warriors going to do? Like, it felt like they put that certain specific dialogue in the movie to be like, look, look how inclusive we are of women. Which, you could have just left that little line out to say, like, when you have to say you're a strong character, to me that takes away how strong you are. You don't need to say you're strong to be strong. She's cool without having to say that. Like, it shows through uh, combat and her training with her father that she doesn't need to say that she's cool and knows how to fight. You can see it, show not telling. I don't know why modern Hollywood just decides to do this with every female character, but it doesn't work. So just please, please stop doing it. Um, The best part of her character, however, is how she feels like she changed due to her environment. Her character doesn't feel out of place. It feels like it can easily come from how like the world is and the way she's had to adapt to the to how the world has changed. So I like that and I think it's really cool. I like how she's kind of like similar to like Mad Max in this world. Like she's just kind of riding around on um, they say a fur bug, but it looks more like an armadillo kind of thing. Her, her pet's called uh, Tuk Tuk, and I really like him. He's basically Oppa. Like I'm not gonna lie, that's part of the reason why I say this. It's it's Disney's Avatar. She even has a giant furry creature that she rides a ride around uh, rides around on. So it's, I mean I like him. He's just like Appa, and I love Opa. So Tuk Tuk is great. Um, yeah. So I just like how she's like she just rides around and kicks everyone's ass, and she's looking for all the dragon stones and stuff. And to me that was really interesting, and I like that part of it. Uh, the action in this movie. Is really cool. My favorite parts of this movie are the fight scenes between Raya and Namari. I like how they kind of use real martial arts and real forms of fighting in the movie. It's not just like random, random attacks and random swordplay and stuff like that. It, it's it, yeah, it's it's. It, I really liked it. It was really cool to watch. It's my favorite parts in the movie. Um, yeah, and also her sword's really cool. Although I will say, when they're and I saw like the spear because it was her dad's sword. Uh, when she got it because he was he was turned into stone by the villains so yeah that, the villains of the movie turned people to stone and the villains came back um, so that's, that's what happened to her dad but so her sword like extends to like this chain thing and because he dressed like a ninja when he first enters you just see like a spear fly through there and he lands down and I was like Hanzo Hisashi <laughs> is this Scorpion? Is this Scorpion from Mortal Combat? but uh, yeah the action especially with that was really cool kind of the way she uses like the um, the like whip sword it was kind of similar to Takeda from Mortal Kombat, and I I really thought that was cool. The side characters are good in this movie. Sometimes a lot of Disney side characters can be annoying. Uh, my favorite side character in this movie is the con baby and the monkeys. It's just such a weird and wacky like scenario. So they uh, there's a certain part in the one of the lands, and it's fucking. <laughs> uh yeah so they're riding around in there and she's like looking for a dragon stone and she stumble upon this like this baby saying in the middle of nowhere and she's like crying so she goes to like help the baby but then like the baby and like three monkeys steal the dragon stones from her and it's just really funny and I really like watching like the baby direct the monkeys what to do because she just makes speaks gibberish and babble so it's just really entertaining to I me and it was funny um but obviously nothing too complex because it's a baby um Although my favorite character of the whole film is Tuk Tuk, uh, sorry Tuk Tuk, um, and he's voiced by Alan Tudyk. He's great. Uh, if you don't know who Alan Tudyk is, he voiced Hey Hey and Moana the chicken. Um, he was in Firefly. He's in Rogue One. He voices uh, K Two, and he also played in The Night's Tale. He's in a bunch. He's in a bunch of stuff. Not gonna lie, there's way too much to list here. So yeah, I really like him. I, I just think I like. I usually like like big animal characters like that's part of the reason why I really like Appa um and Avatar unless they're just kind of there to be like plot devices which I don't really think he is he's not really used as like a plot device uh what I mean by that is like usually when they have like an animal character they get killed as some sort of like ending of the movie to like for the villain to be like Mm, there's no redemption for the villain so then the hero kills him like you killed my dog or, or like John Wick yeah They use the dog as a plot device. They don't use it like that in this movie. So I appreciate that he kind of got his own like personality and character development over the movie. So yeah, I I, I really like Tuk Tuk. Um, I will say every side character in this movie is good. Unfortunately, the second main character, I hate. I hate the dragon, Sisu. She is fucking annoying through the whole movie the only line she said in this whole movie that i liked was about a it was a joke about a dog so when she first finds the dragon she explains to the dragon that dragon snow got lost and it was broken into like five pieces and the dragon was like what the fuck how did you lose it break it she's like well i have a chunk of it and like the dragon's like oh really so that'd be like if i lost a dog and i was like it's okay i still have a big chunk of the dog and i was like it was just like a, what the fuck? Did they just say that in a Disney film? Hey, I have the dog's right leg. It's okay. <laughs> so that was, yeah, there's an, oddly a lot of like, what the fuck lines in this movie that you wouldn't expect. They're funny. And sometimes they're just like, what? Some of them are like, oh, this, why would why would they say that? Why, why would you say that? But that was one of them. But I thought it was funny just because like, The visual that the dragon gave i don't know that was it though i don't know like the dialogue for the dragon's annoying and the voice actor really didn't help because the voice actor kind of gave her like a feat like a teenage stoner voice and it just was annoying every scene she was in it's just obnoxious it's not an entertaining character it's like watching her character it makes it really hard to believe that originally their whole society was based around these dragons. Dragons are an ancient, extremely intelligent, beautiful species, at least in most mythologies and stories. In this one, this dragon's like, I'm a good swimmer, aren't I great? And she's just annoying. And She's like a teenager, like she doesn't know how to do anything. As if she wasn't alive forever. So yeah, it, I don't know. It's just like the dragon really brings down the movie for me, because like any scene she's in, I'm like, oh great, Is she gonna fucking talk. Like that's the uh, level of annoyance you get from this character. Um, so I'm gonna give this movie a rating of six out of ten. It's a slightly above average film. Uh, Tuk Tuk, uh, the con baby, and the interesting, uh, ca- uh, interesting parts of Raya. Uh, we're good. The villains were kind of lame. The just the land of ta- uh, Talon it was just lame to me. Uh, Namari never really got the screen time or the development she needed to be a more interesting or compelling villain. She just kind of shows up when the plot needs her to, and it, for me that was just kind of boring. So it's slightly above average. It, it did a little more than half what it was what it was meant to do. Just those the the dragon was really annoying. Some parts didn't feel that original or unique, which is hard to do. But when it feels kind of straight rip off from something else, to me that kind of like takes a few points down. Unless it's like an homage, but this one doesn't feel like an homage. It just felt like they were trying to use that like well known aesthetic to for an advantage. And then of course the underdeveloped villain. Well, it's a villain, but not a villain. So they're just kind of like there's the main character and her just have like a rift she's not really a villain, she's like the hero, but that shows a different path um, the way she goes about trying to save the land, so yeah, it's slightly Above Average, uh, I hope you enjoyed today's episode, um, to those of are listening I really appreciate it, and you tell that motherfucker, I appreciate him